0: folks, welcome to the first ever in what may become a regularly occurring segment of the show. This is a Nerd Overload mini-direct. We didn't have a full show this week, and we thought instead of having a full-blown bi-week, we would uh, come in and record just about five or six minutes of talking about one topic, and uh, that way you have something to listen to during the week. And this week, I have past guest of the show, Jordan Taylor. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Jordan. How's it going? Oh, it's wonderful. It's great to be back in the studio. Well, good. I'm I'm, we're, I'm happy to have you back in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> so the one topic uh, we kind of wanted to talk about last weekend was the yearly Pokemon Go Go Fest, like the yearly Pokemon Go convention kind of thing, Basically, for yeah. lack of a better way of putting it. But this year was different past years they've held it in i think there's a central park area in chicago mm-hmm. uh this year they opened it up as a worldwide event
1: right on account of the troubles
0: on account of the troubles that's right thanks it's, it's tr- catching on you're catching on it's catching on that's right yeah so uh so we both participated this year mm-hmm. and uh what are your general impressions and we'll kind of bounce off of that
1: Uh, My general impression was that it was pretty fun for the ticket price. I feel like they did a decent job, at least on the first day, of doing a lot of interesting things. There were challenges like every hour. And then if you met the challenge, if people in the whole world met the challenge globally, then there was like a bonus thing that would happen until the next challenge started. And that was really cool. The second day was uh, set up differently, and I didn't enjoy it as much. It was same more here. like a battling thing, and it got, like, you basically accomplished it within the first hour or so.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then
1: the the Pokemon that popped up for the rest of the day, the first day there were some new ones and whatever, and then the second day they were the same new ones, so it didn't feel new anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. So the event lasted from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m., Mm-hmm both Saturday and Sunday, so it was a two-day event, and yeah, it was really cool. I liked seeing the hourly goals that were being met worldwide, because there was like a almost like a ticker kind of yeah. thing, and there would be like a goal that's like, catch two million fire-type Pokemon in the next hour.
1: Right, and you could watch it tick up while other people were playing the game, and it would yeah. tell you like, friends that you have in the game, it would tell you how many they had caught, and
0: mm-hmm. it was pretty cool. That was very, very cool. You know, I liked it, and for the ticket price, the ticket price was $15, which is $10 less than the normal price. It's usually 25
1: Plus, we didn't have to drive to Chicago. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is doable. It is. Absolutely doable, but maybe not.
1: <laughs> maybe not in the midst of a pandemic.
0: Perhaps not. I think the first day was executed well. Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed that. I wish the second day had more or had a different array of uh, things to catch.
1: Yeah, I think that would have helped. Like If it was the battling and then also a bunch of new stuff to catch, then I think that would have been more interesting because once you finish the battling, you could still go catch stuff. Right. Whereas we kind of checked out a little bit because it just wasn't as much to look forward to the second day I guess
0: right and I think that's part that's part of like the growing pains of them doing this globally because the actual event the in-person event that they have held in the past you buy your ticket for one day mm. and you would do the battling and the the catch goals and everything all
1: oh all in the same day all in one day oh okay
0: and instead of having, you know, one hour be fire types, one hour being water types or whatever, it is geolocated within that park. So oh. you so it's almost like going to a zoo. You would go to the water type area of the park.
1: Oh, and then do that challenge. And do there. that challenge.
0: And then you would walk to the fire type habitat hmm. and do that challenge. Okay. So this was, I think this was them kind of trying to simulate that as best they could. Mm-hmm but yeah the second day seemed to be almost a um, an afterthought
1: yeah it It was a lot of fighting
0: uh, the team rocket and getting the uh, legendary whatever Mm -hmm. Victini I think is what it's called
1: yeah the little guy that was new the little
0: fire guy yeah
1: yeah, so all in all, I would say it was fun. I do think it's nice that uh, in a couple of weeks, there's going to be sort of a miniature redo because they had some server issues. Right. So some of the challenges, people kept getting kicked out of them and whatnot. So it's nice that they're going to give people that bought a ticket a chance to do some of that over, which is kind of cool.
0: Yeah, that is really cool. So we also walked around a little bit mm-hmm. during, and it was it was nice to see people out and about playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, I still remember that first month or two when it when the game launched in twenty sixteen, mm-hmm. I think, and it seemed like everyone yep was out just roving gangs. It of was
1: people catching Pokemon. Yeah,
0: and it wasn't to that level, mm-hmm. but it was fun. It was fun. We met a couple of we we ran into some people. Yep, we talked to a few people, a couple of Pokemon players. Uh, There were a lot of uh, parents with their kids. Yeah, that was cute. And that was really cute. And then you had the hardcore ones with all their gizmos and doodads. Their auto spinners and their...
1: Multiple battery packs and phone dies. And their
0: lack of sleeves. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Captain No Sleeves isn't going to listen to this show, so it's all good. That's true. That is
1: true. I was thinking about the guy with the offensive Pokemon shirt uh, on.
0: Offensive Pokemon shirt. The white guy with the offensive Pokemon shirt and the rice hat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you have any final thoughts on Pokemon Go Fest before we wrap up this Nerd Overload mini direct?
1: I would say if you like the game, it is worth your $15. Mm -hmm. And I probably would consider going, like if they do it the old way next year, I would consider going, because, I mean, obviously, Chicago, there's also other stuff to do. So if you did Pokemon on one day and did other Chicago sightseeing things, the rest of the time you're there, I think that could be fun.
0: Yeah. See, I I would agree. I know the tickets uh, for the Physical Fest, they they go very quickly. Mm -hmm. So I hope next year, if things have opened up to the point where they're able to do this, I hope they do... Like a two-ticket kind of system where if you're not able to get to the actual in-person event, they would have a cheaper ticket. Oh, so it's like So you can again. play from home.
1: I think they probably will. I mean, it would make sense that now they have figured out how to do it. Yeah. That instead of... Because it was like a lottery for the literal tickets, It right? was a
0: pain in the butt last right. year trying so to like, get tickets. So, like, if
1: you couldn't... There were a lot of people that I think would have gone... Or would have played from home if they couldn't get there. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it would be silly for them to not offer a worldwide version.
0: And to be honest, I really think they were working on something like that. I think all of these monthly, hey, it's community day, but Mm -hmm. if you pay 99 cents, you get an extra little thing. I think that was them testing the waters for something like this. And I think they had it planned even before the troubles.
1: Yeah, I would say that's probably true. But yeah, if you like the game. I would give it the seal of approval.
0: <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you, Jordan, for being on the show. This is, I mean, it's just a little little short thing, but uh, we'll have to get you back on for our regular show sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, thank you for listening to this Nerd Overload mini direct. You can find all of our back episodes at nerdoverload.com as well as our social medias like Facebook, Twitch, Instagram, and the bad website, Twitter at Nerd Overload now.
1: You can send them an email at staff at nerdoverload.com.
0: We also have a voicemail line. That number is 586-372-8020. And you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. So thank you again, and we will be back next week. Pizza out.